He-Man. It was a hit show in the 80s, but now it's all about the power of women, the power of love, the power of friendship. In this episode of Series Finale, all about She-Ra and the princesses of power. Hello, men, women, children, folks, she-men, she-women, she-ra, she-ru. She-ran. <laughs> she-wrote. She-run. She-hate me. Ooh, he hate me. Oh, Joe They Cinco. hate me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> yes. We're watching, we watched the final, we're the series finale podcast. Also known as the series finale boys. The series finale boys. And we watched the final episode to a series that we've never even seen. I'm John Paul. I'm Zach. And I'm Jack. Hey. If you like the show, we know you do. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash series finale where you can get a free, well, you can get a bonus episode <laughs> for free if you donate $5 a month. <laughs> no, when you, for $5 a month, you can get an email welcoming you to the community. For and fr- then you get free <laughs> episodes. Wow. It's the email that costs money. The episodes yeah. are free. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for listening. We mm-hmm. totally appreciate having you on board. It's thank great you. to have you. Check out our also. Uh, we got a if you're on Facebook, join the Series Finale f- Podcast yeah, Facebook some group. Good little banter in there. And yeah. Uh, at right now, there's probably a video up of us playing a board game that mm-hmm. a fan created for us. We truly love it. And a fan, a true fan. We a, legitimately a, f- a good friend of mine. <laughs> yes, a good friend of ours. Yeah. At this point, we legitimately have a fun Facebook group. I know yeah. that sounds like an oxymoron, but we have a fun fun. Yeah. Facebook it's group. super yeah. fun because it's mostly right wing memes, and that's the <laughs> that's the, the that's cornerstone of a fun what's podcast. M- mostly makes it fun. We we post about stop the steal. Yeah. We post about how Joe Biden is um, is interred at Guantanamo Bay, and the and the Joe Biden we know is a clone or a body double. It's good. By the time this comes out, that would have been we would have found out the truth behind Joe Biden at Gitmo. Oh yeah, is this gonna come out after the like uh, after the quote unquote inauguration? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week's episode, we're going back to our probably our least liked version of shows that we do. For me, my least liked version is sci-fi. I don't hate anime; I just don't respect it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, I I can do a sci-fi. I cannot do an animated. But can I tell you, show. I had said preceding this that I was excited about this show, and the reason I give it a little bit of a pass is this is not just an anime. This is a weeabo anime, and that is a type of show that we have a specific soft spot for on this program. <laughs> really? Well, why you call, why do you say it's a weebo, weebo anime? What's a weebo? it's DreamWorks animation. It's okay. American-produced, American-made, and American-created. So I would consider anything American to not be truly authentic. It's like Champagne from the Champagne region. Oh, okay. So like, it's not truly anime. Anime has to be from Japan. Yeah. If you're oh, not doing true? it, you're a weebo anime. Is that true? <laughs> I mean... Like yeah, everything mean, on this podcast, it's a true and sincere <laughs> opinion. Is it true? I mean, people can, when they talk about anime, they're almost they're talking about animation produced in Japan. Mm-hmm. It basically a hundred percent of the time. So yeah, it's true. So all the anime that Osama bin Laden was hoarding was we, that the, was yeah. that Weibo animation. <sighs> that's a different. That's harder to say because this is. I mean, it's probably based off of Japanese characters, but it may have been drawn by Western artists. <laughs> depending Wait, on Osama. This was his favorite one. Yeah, he loves Shira. 
That's an interesting no. relationship. So no, he, he knew, it wasn't Shira. His the preferred uh, anime porn that they found in him was from Final Fantasy VII. Oh God, <laughs> that's so pathetic. <laughs> Imagine being the most feared man in America, and that was your. You're your living thing. in a cave with dialysis, watching anime porn <laughs> from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII on like a Microsoft <laughs> Surface. <laughs> I think they did him dirty. Why'd they have to take him out? They could have let they could have let him live. Yeah. And it always a lot of people think it was SEAL Team Six, but it was actually She Ra and the girls who <laughs> killed him. She Ra the Princess of Power. <laughs> did you guys watch Powderpuff Girls? No. No. Didn't Interesting. Watch it. I did. I remember yeah. it was the first game played on my gateway mm, desktop computer when really? we bought one in about two thousand. Dude, you're getting a gateway. The famous Dude, tagline. you're getting a gateway. That was a tagline? <laughs> yeah. No. I remember what I loved about the... the That's uh, funny. <laughs> the, the gateway was the box like evoked a cow for some reason. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, had, it was white with the black spots. Yeah. It was... A, I, I, I had a gateway at some point in my family household too. And the, the box with the cow print on it was a selling point. It was like, look at this. This is cute. It was good marketing for sure. Dude. Now when I think back... I wonder how much a gateway was. These laptops. Now I'm looking at them thinking about getting a laptop. Might have to drive to New Hampshire to avoid a little state tax. And... <laughs> Uh, you're gonna evade the tax. Well, I would have to think: Is it worth once it goes over two thousand bucks? I mean, two thousand bucks. That's hundred and twenty bucks in state tax. How much would I spend in gas? About thirty <laughs> in two <laughs> hours. Is it worth it? I don't know. If, yeah, and if you uh, if you buy some fireworks and sell them back in Massachusetts, it's gonna make you money. But mm. also, if I follow the rules, technically, I would have to get a negative test result <laughs> of going to <laughs> New Hampshire or quarantine for two weeks <laughs> to get my tax-free computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and before we get into the episode, which I don't know how the fans feel about our internet talks, but one of my other big struggles right now, passwords. Oh, am, oh my God. I'm having to me. change all the passwords. I fell for a phishing scam the other day. What? Jeez. Instagram has fake, and nothing ended up happening. Instagram is very easy to mimic their emails. So I got an email that someone had logged in on my account, and I had gotten like five of them. So I was like, okay, this wasn't spam, but maybe it's not spam. I clicked it. I've changed the password or whatever. And then oh. I go over to Instagram. They have a section because phishing scams are so common that yeah. says Instagram emails have sent you. They didn't send me that email. It was fake. So I got to change all my passwords. But I can never remember the passwords. It's painful. So now I got to go buy a notebook. I told this to a woman because I got locked out of my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I told this to the customer service woman. She laughed out loud when I said this. I said, mm. you know, I'm having problems with the passwords. I got to go buy a notebook and write down all my passwords because they're getting so convoluted. Yes. They have so many explanation points. In like any, I have like nine different passwords for the last year. Yeah. Ugh, it's horrible. Dude, I have a similar sort of password slash annoyance with the process paperwork style uh, update. I was telling you about my mutual, I have like a, a retirement from, from my grandfather. Yes, and they famously like won't let me get it because they keep wanting to talk to right. him, even though he's been dead for a while. Yeah. So again, this week I call on like Tuesday night. Damn, is this still going on? I call on Tuesday night, and they're like, "Oh, we need to talk to your grandfather." So I'm, I call back, same phone number, same voice. I'm like, "Hey, this is uh, Jack Moran," you know, and I give the social security, and then th they can tell now because I've done this a couple times. So they're like, "Well, we need to know somebody else's name," and now they're asking more questions. So finally, I just blow up on the guy. I'm like, obviously, I'm not my fucking grandfather. It's like, I just talked to you a second ago. I'm not my grandfather. He's been dead for 15 years. Like You've sent a death certificate, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I was going off. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, obviously, I'm not 98. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I just, and he was like, okay, sir, well, you shouldn't pretend to be a dead person to get <laughs> paperwork They done. drove you to that. This oh, is like yes. six months. So now, so then finally, they I talked to another they like finally just sent me to a manager and I was like, 
you know what, man? Like, I've been working. I've been trying. I've been pretending to be a fucking ghost on the line with these people. Like, I'm pretending to be a dead man. It's so ridiculous. Like, how is this so freaking complicated? Why is it such a problem? And he was like, okay, you know what? That is crazy. And you don't need to do that again. Just be yourself. And if you just send your birth certificate, that will work. That's all I got to do. Send my birth certificate. But how would it take you that many calls to get that information? Because people are fucking crazy. He said... He was like, I'm sorry, this was a little more complicated because the the retirement fund is so old that federal regulations on privacy changed. Oh, wow. So that's why, like, none of the paperwork was with it. So basically, it was like, it made it really difficult to get over. I was checking up on a retirement account and everything had been zeroed out. But so I immediately knew it was an error. You don't just lose several thousand dollars overnight. So I called up and they're like, oh, yeah, we moved. They, that plan's no longer with us. So my retirement account moved to a different bank and nobody even sent me a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, OK, well, you know, where did it move? And then I had to call those people. Pain Always good. Calling customer service. I have. I'm, oh, I'm so nice on the phone. Though. Oh, let me tell you one more thing. About yeah. A little update. I'm going nuts. I f- spiraled into a deep depression around November 1st. Yes. Due to the darkness. Yeah. And once I felt that the prediction was all of 2021 would be a wash. I no longer necessarily feel that way. I have a little more optimism. Vaccine, baby. Let's about go. the vaccine. So I was wicked depressed. And I was rage. Full of rage with the government. And it's a shock to be depressed because I previously cured depression on this podcast. <laughs> with go walks, for a walk. Walks and vitamin D. So I'm getting a test. Right, so that this podcast can happen. I'm getting a mm-hmm. test. Two and a half hours. I had to drive 25 miles to get a free test. And my new thing is everyone in Congress should resign. So I called Ed Markey's office. I left a very polite voicemail and I said, "Hey, I just think this has been such an abject failure. I would like Ed Markey to resign. Here's my name and <laughs> phone number. If you yeah. could call me and let me know what you're thinking about your resignation. I'm yeah. asking all 535 members of Congress to resign. Are you going to do that? I may. You I may. should. It'd be funny. I think it'd be funny in a popular video. I yeah. think I will do it. Yeah, that, I think that would be good. Um, but I. Yeah, I mean, it's just annoying. Customer service is a pain. And I think that we're doing a true disservice, though, at this point to talk about the show that we watched with She-Ra, which is all about women empowerment. And we've just complained about men's customer service problems for the but, first 15 <laughs> minutes. But I did call my male senator before I called my female senator. Ah, uh, so, yeah. So you were asking him to resign first. Yeah. You know what? I think Liz Warren may end up in the cabinet. I will let her quietly exit Congress there <laughs> before I ask her to resign. You don't. She doesn't have to make a big public pronouncement. No, Ed. I want on the knees. Forgive it. I think these people should like. Ed should go on and like pull down his pants and spank himself and be like, "I was bad. I was really, really bad. This this ruined my relationship with America. To be honest with you, it crumbled my sense of what. Nation. Are you looking at any other countries? I am legitimately looking at Portugal where I'm eligible for citizenship. I may actually try to become a Portuguese actor. That would be... Pr- oh, an actor? Yeah. That would be pretty good. Do you picture yourself on a... on a? Do they have daytime TV talk shows? They, they have. Do they have soap operas? They have everything. They got soaps and then they've do got they indoor have, comedy. Do they have podcasts? Well, well, we have to learn Portuguese for They the have podcast. podcasts. Yeah. Now, you would never have to learn Portuguese because I think if I went, I would try and get on one Portuguese TV show and I would still make English content. There's only 10 million people in Portugal. I don't even know if you, uh, you know. If you went viral, though, with 10 million people in Portugal, every one of them. That'd be right, right. <laughs> yeah, but can't you also cross over with Brazil? That's hard. I would have to physically be in Brazil to do that, hmm. I think. Maybe you could take up MMA. Maybe you could take... A rainbow, which seems to be one of the ways they travel in the show She-Ra. They travel on a rainbow? <laughs> yes. I think She-Ra so. and the Princess of Power. This is actually uh, kind of a reboot. 
Have yeah. you, did you, I mean, so this this is a sp- originally this uh, the first property that came out was called He Man. You guys ever seen He Man? No, no, but I think I've it. seen the action figures. Right? It was it was a show that was primarily to se- it was explicitly just to sell action figures. Like I, to the point where I think the action figures may have come out before the show. <laughs> really? I think that's the case. I Did don't know. He man stretch. That's no, stretch, stretch Armstrong. Armstrong. <laughs> I know. <but laughs> no, he man was just ripped as fuck. He man was just and really, really muscular. He wore very few clothes. He was Adam of Eternia. He was like a prince who could then transform from like a buff guy to like an insanely ripped, super roided buff guy. So this is like the female Ghostbusters of She-Ra. Of he he man. This is yeah. This is Shira answer the call basically, which was like the Ghostbusters remake. Yeah, yeah. So she that, that kind of bums me out. That changes my whole perspective on the show. Oh no, really? Why? I feel like a, an essential part of women's empowerment should be a woman creating a new franchise. I'm not a reboot fan. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would. Uh, the originally, I believe she was was on He Man. I think they probably she got her own show in whatever, like the early '90s and '80s. But I mean, this is a reboot just of Shira. There's no like, I don't think there's a companion show with He Man died from COVID nineteen <laughs> vaccine complications. <laughs> yeah, He Man is dead, but Shira lives on, mm-hmm. and Shira is Ador. What's her name? Ador Adornia. I don't know. Adora. Adora. She's a blonde. She's uh, a blonde princess. She's um. What is her power? She like He Man. She can transform. She she's Adora, and she mm-hmm. transforms into Shira. She's bigger. She's stronger. She has a sword, and she fights a guy named Prime, who's like an evil guy. In that transformation, has a fail safe, so it's possible for it to fail. But the fail safe has always worked, and then at some point, the fail safe fails in this episode. Correct. I think so. Like she's like got some so something's wrong with her. She can't transform. So she has to like stop this great evil. So she has to go to the heart of you know the great evil is just a white guy too. That's it's true. Like a white ghost. It is a white man. Yes, <laughs> that is the villain I of this. Sh- that was kind of ooh. Little, that that was intentional. Little oh, on the nose, even though he doesn't have a nose. They could have made an alien like. What does an alien look like? It could be I anything. Mean, you say white guy. I forget what he looked like, but it wasn't like a dad in Keds. <laughs> it wasn't like a dad in Nike Air Monarchs with light washed jeans and a polo shirt. He was like a skeletal it creature. Was very heavy handed, I thought. I hear you. I hear you. Because this show is super like. They should have made it an orange Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeto man bad. Yeah, this show was definitely like really all about empowerment to the point of like. The white man's actually the most. Uh, what did you see that was empowering? I definitely saw female friendship. I saw a woman saving the Dude, world. You saw female friendship? Then you weren't seeing the right thing. That wasn't female friendship. It was female love. Yeah, it's friendship. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they were in homosexual relationships. Then they did explicitly say, "I love you," and I want to fr- kiss hey, you. Hey, friends, say I love you. You know, <laughs> I, I don't want to assume You're anything. Denying that the this woman is Shira. A Shira shows up to my barbecue and introduce. I introduce the wife as her friend. <laughs> yeah, this is Shira and her roommate. <laughs> 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 they met in a bowling league, and they're really cl- they're really close friends. <laughs> this is Shira, our Home Depot co-worker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do this show yeah. was because I grew up loving TV shows like this, like basically action cartoons, mm-hmm. uh, shows that you know have a line of action figures, or as Jack would call them, guys, guys. my guys, my guys. Although in this case, you'd be playing girls. with the girls. Yeah, but I didn't have many of those. No, at all. I can't think. 
I might have had like one or two that were girls. What about your sister's Barbies? No, nah, I didn't get them involved. It was all it was a man play. Dude, <laughs> but like my sister had the Barbie airplane. The Barbie airplane was ball. I mean, I would have used the house. <laughs> you got to play sure. over the, with the Barbie airplane. The Barbie mansion would have definitely had some, you know, wars going on in it. <laughs> <laughs> the Barbie mansion's <laughs> under a Waco style siege. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh there's shoot there's gunfire, bombs blowing up outside the well, mansion. Well, just to recreate the Christopher Dorner situation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a Barbie dream house, it's a Barbie nightmare house. <laughs> but it's it's mostly about ranking contemporary <laughs> comedy albums. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved shows like growing up. I, when I was growing up, I loved action cartoons like this. What were your favorite action figures? Oh, when, when I was growing yeah. up? When I was growing up, I absolutely I loved uh, the Superman, the animated series, and the Batman show. I really liked uh, Mighty Max, which was another just explicit toy show. And the Mighty Max toys were like these very... They were these... You, have you ever heard of Polly Pocket? Yeah. Yes. Mighty Max was like the boy's Polly Pocket. It was like, like the Roy Rogers of Polly Pocket. Yes. It was basically like a little play set with tiny little action figures in it, but it was really small, so you could like put it in your pocket and you could take it to school and get it confiscated, basically. <laughs> That's like what it was for. Is that what you, you played with Mighty Max? I did not have Mighty Max, but I loved like the TV show. Tim Curry played like the villain who was we just like this. We should watch Mighty Max for the Patreon. We could do it. Yeah. Tim Curry played the villain who was very similar to the villain this. He was just like a skeletal white man mm. and he was a bad guy. They're always going after him. It's not yeah, right. It's not, not right. Did it's you have up. any guys that you played with? Oh. Action figures, yeah. definitely. I had like tons of X-Men ones, which yeah. I like. Cable I, was my favorite X-Men. Oh, yeah. I had Wolverine. I had Cyclops. I had Alien. I remember when I was a kid, there was the Spawn action. The Spawn action figures were just coming out, and those were like literally... Spawn was like 94. Yeah, and that was 11. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was thinking you were like 14 for some reason. I still would have been playing. You always <laughs> try and get John Paul at being <laughs> age inappropriate <laughs> with his toys. Well, because I still have action figures. Yeah. Do you still play with them? I, I Once in a while, I'll bring them out as a joke, but yeah. they're fun. I had WWE action figures with a ring. Really? That's cool. Yeah. Well, the WWE ones I remember being like, they couldn't move them they around that much. They couldn't move. No. For a, something that's about a combat sport, they were very rigid. Yeah. You they could were kind of like more like bobbleheads almost. A lot of yeah. headbutts. Yeah, a <laughs> lot of headbutts and full body <laughs> smacks with a cast. But I remember the, the Spawn toys came out. And the Spawn toys, like, they changed the entire guy industry. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, the Spawn toys were so much better than everything else that was on the market they, they were, were like they were super detailed they were gigantic they came with like a ton of like uh accessories mm -hmm. and they were just so much better that like todd mcfarlane the guy who created the spawn character his primary thing he does now is just make toys still yeah to this day what were the what's the price for an action figure like twelve to fifteen dollars, yeah, that's something great, like that. Dude. They were such a good you get hours and hours of use out of them, yeah. and it's instructive because you're using your imagination. Yeah, you and know? when you're older and you don't have any friends, you can talk to them. Oh, and the <laughs> other weird toy thing I remember when I was a kid was that what was re I remember really wanting was these. Uh, there were these toys from. Uh, Alien, like you know, Alien versus yeah, Predator, the yeah. R-rated movie series. We definitely there were had tons those. of eight toys for children, but I, there was no like Alien cartoon. I don't think so. It was basically just like it would be like it would be like you know, Fifty Shades of Grey had like toys come out or something. <laughs> that would be like really an, funny. An R-rated movie franchise, like with kids' toys. With kids' toys, it was yeah. bizarre. Yeah. 
Like, what's an R-rated? What's like an R-rated film like franchise? Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they probably do have those. Like, but but now they're for fans. Two popes. Yeah, now they're for we. Now they're for dorky adults. Yeah, they're not for kids. No, I'm sure there are adults who buy new figurines at the um <laughs> at the comic book store. What are Moonies? You remember those Moonies? Those little Some egg slur. orb things. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- let's not guess which one it would be for. <laughs> I know M U N I. You you don't remember those? Any of those? They're basically tchotchkes, but they would cost like thirty bucks. I don't remember those. Design you remember them. the Crazy Bones? No, I remember Connects and Lincoln Logs. Oh, I was talking to my buddy about the Connects the other day. He really looks down on Connects. Why? Because he's hilarious. Like Connects and and Lincoln Logs. Like you, you did. Fu- you were a '40s kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dude, I loved Lincoln Logs. I was really good at Lincoln Logs and Hot Wheels. Kid, were you good at Connects? I feel like Connects didn't speak to me the way the log did. <laughs> you were a timber man. He was saying that he thought Connects was for like like uh for uh you know basics, you know, basic oh. bitches. I was a basic bitch for sure. I could just picture Zach running around his uh the front yard with just a, a circle with a with a stick and pushing it. You know, a <laughs> wheel with a stick. I actually when I, I had Connects growing up and I used them to make uh one of those chastity clee cages. <laughs> 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 it was wow. perfect. You were in it at a young age. Yeah, and I would I would come out and I would show my I show my family and they'd be like, That's disgusting and I would be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so in Shira, what is the threat to the universe? Uh men, white men. White <laughs> men. Prime is going to like, you know, he's gonna destroy the planet with some kind of like uh evil magic who knows and she-ra she has to t- go to the heart of eternia or whatever to like stop it but uh she's she's just adora she's not transformed to she-ra so if she goes there just as adora right. it's gonna kill her i didn't get that at all so this was l- hard to follow this so was hard to follow but there was one moment that is similar to a moment i had before where her girlfriend, she, she rock. I gotta look up her Adora tries name. to tell the girlfriend, "Hey, you gotta get out of here because I'm gonna do this thing and it's gonna blow me up." And this is actually shows that I, I actually just thought they were friends at this point, so I didn't realize <laughs> that they had that romantic relationship. And so the girlfriend refuses to go. She's like, "No, I want to be here with you." I would have been like, "I, I'm a head out." I would have <laughs> rolled right <laughs> out of. If you tell me get out of here, something's going down. I'm yeah. going. You, you know let I mean? your you let your spouse uh, sacrifice themselves to save you. Well, uh, two dead people is not better than one. That's true. You know, get out of there. Plus, <laughs> I get those sweet survivors bennies. It's Shira and Katra. Katra. Katra, and she's like a feminine. She's like a feline looking yeah. thing. And Katra is in. If this was an actual relationship, it would be she would be um she would be the butchy one. Do you, Do you so? feel that way? I feel like they were kind of lipstick, both of them. No, I mean the pr- what's Shira's name? Is Ador- name Adora. Shira? Adora. What what is Shira? That's like her alter ego oh, when okay. she's like big. Adora she is lipstick, and catch the the rest of the cast. Let's be honest, is Butch. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a there is a there is a like a black man who's not super Butch. That's a good point. <laughs> there, would you, do you feel like, so She-Ra has that alter ego. Adora has that alter ego, She-Ra. Yeah. Beyonce has that alter ego, Sasha Fierce. Yes. An alter ego is very corny to me. Oh, do you feel so like men corny. ever have alter egos? Yes. Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines. Very corny. Famously <laughs> corny, in fact. Who's uh, Chris Gaines? Chris Gaines was like Garth, you know Garth Brooks? Yeah, I know Garth. He, he was a like. Former Kansas City Royal <laughs> auditioner every year. He'd go to the ba- baseball trap. He, uh. He had a he had a rock and roll alter ego for rock and roll music called Chris Gaines, and he was on Saturday Night Live. Were they good? Uh, I don't I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think so. But he Probably he not. Would basically, he just made 
he he made his hair black and yes. over his forehead. And he had like uh, he had guy liner. Yeah. Chris Gaines. Chris, corny. But I feel like when they make male empowerment shows, there's never an alter ego. Um, Superman, Clark Kent. Good point. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. this theory goes right out the window. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Every superhero, almost everyone has a secret identity. Bruce Wayne is like is, is Shira man. a secret identity or is it an alter ego? Yeah, that's a good point because it's the not really it's not really a secret identity because everyone seems to know that they're the same person. I think it's just like the tr- I think what's important is the transformation, which for He Man in the eighties was about a kid imagining him trans- self transforming someone muscle, but now probably more about the trans experience. <laughs> Do you think that this show is about the trans experience? No, I just because it has trans. But I wonder if there's an academic article, uh, like a trans reading of She-Ra in the This power show of is wicked popular with the LGBTQ community. LGBTQ creator. Yeah. Well, is would you true? say it's an LGBT creator if the creator is specifically L? So an L creator. <laughs> well, I guess you should call... If the L creator... But she's that. If, she, if they are an L, then they're part of LGBTQ. But if right. They're, well, they're, they are if they aren't TERFs. If she's an L turf, then she's out on her own island. The if she's turfs an L- were getting roasted during the Elliot Page situation. Was oh, that? really? There were certain older lesbians who were mourning the loss of another lesbian. Uh. There are certain people, turfs. I don't think they call themselves turfs, but the essence of the turf argument when people are coming, I guess, from a good place is like they're 65, butch, went through a lot of suffering, had this very rich woman's experience in this very rich community, and now that they feel they feel that the trans movement is a war on their identity. <laughs> kind of tough. They feel that it's almost a genocide on butch les- lesbians. No. I don't know that anyone's ever used language <laughs> that strongly. <laughs> I, I might be putting words into a turf that doesn't even exist. Yeah. That's from my alter Twitter account called <laughs> I'm a Butch Lesbian, where I, I tweet out as a butch in her 60s. It's kind of, it is kind of tough. Elliot? I, I, no, no, not Elliot. I'm good for Elliot. But I do think it's... There's a great This American Life about this, like, this um, trans man who, like, this white trans man who, like, you know, it becomes, is now a man, was a woman before, a lesbian woman, and now he, he he's just a trans man who's, like, horny all the time for women and just, like, objectifies mm. women. And he's like, I'm just a straight white guy, and it's like... My whole life, I was I felt like something else. And yeah. Now I'm or not. I didn't feel like I felt like I was a straight white guy. Mm-hmm. Now I am a straight white guy, and I get that those privileges, and it's like kind of fucks me up. Really? Yeah. She was like, it, it's hard to, to like, I'm, I'm not suffering. You know, like I was suffering. Now I'm not. I'm doing. You know, I and I just constantly. Because she was on testosterone, so she was constantly objectifying women. She felt like it was affecting her. Do you feel that that's a side effect of being a man? Is a constant need to objectify a woman? I think if constantly thinking of women sexually, Mm. maybe not objectifying, but yeah, that's tough. Not constant, but it does come up. Yeah, because you do after you jerk off, you have wise man moment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and in that moment, you're not <laughs> objectifying, but that pretty much every other moment of the day. Dude, my feed on YouTube, I end up with all these Ben Shapiro videos. Uh, and what? like once every 200 days, I'll click on one just to see what old Benny That's boy why. is getting himself all cooked up about. His take on Elliot Page is the most insufferable thing in the world. He's what like, is it? Elliot Page? So Elliot Page is a straight white man now. 
a straight white man can't play a woman. They got to get him out of Umbrella Academy. It's a guy, get a break. Get a break. You know what, Ben Shapiro? What is your job? You know what I mean? Elliot Page is a great actor who's done a lot of great work and is in a great show. Yeah. What do you do? You act upset about Umbrella Academy casting. I mean, in maybe. bad faith. Maybe we remake uh, Juno with it, with Ben Shapiro. I think Elliot Page should play Ben Shapiro in a biopic. That is the ultimate that hilarious move. That would be move. sick, dude. That would be. Ri- I think Ellie Page could do it. I actually think there is a physical resemblance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she might. He might hate that Elliot Page. But you take a role. You some. You know what I mean? Like yeah. someone had to play Dick Cheney. No, no, no. Just Elliot Page might not enjoy the idea of her look. Him looking like Ben Shapiro. I think it would be bold. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would like to think that Elliot would transform into Ben, Shap- ben Shapiro like Shira. I told, I kind of mourn for the the butch lesbians in their sixties to eighties too. Dude, the way that I feel about it is one: never commit violence against anyone. Love everybody. You shouldn't be rude to people. Support yeah. people in their choices. But there are people who come from different life experiences. They they have sadness yeah. too, and you yeah. should recognize their sadness. I'll always hear them out. That right. doesn't mean I'm going to go bust into bathrooms and start doing checks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm happy if you feel sad about something, you can share it with me. Right. You know? it, 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 there, it probably is like a, there probably is a, like a guttural effect of like the identity of these lesbian women all together is like maybe they see it as diminishing. And then I think some people see that lesbians never get celebrated to the extent... I mean, there there are a lot of people who, just like my vaccine point, could immediately disagree with what I'm seeing in the popular culture. I'm just trying to present... There are some people who feel that a transition is celebrated much more than an old than a, a lesbian woman is because misogyny is so great that mm. people never root for a woman and i think we've seen this when people were so unfair to ellen i think that that is <laughs> ellen degeneres who was absolutely <laughs> raked through the mud yeah. for no good reason and i think we see this in our reviews of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> ellen by the way as we record ellen covid positive what do we predict for the future for ellen i think it turns her into a man I think Ellen should just be done. Two weeks to do that two week quarantine and coast it into hiatus. Move in with Richard Simmons. Just hide from the public. I I like Portia Dorasi. I think they're still good together. I think there's a lot of cheating in that family. Really? Why? Well, Portia was out with Elliot a couple nights ago. (laughs) (laughs) The the right wing psychos say that. Wait, wait. How big do you think Elliot's penis is? I don't know. I d- how you know what I'm going to speculate. I don't speak well. To be fair, I was going to initially say that's very insensitive. You genitalia. We don't talk about people's genitalia. Personally, we have a long track word track record of speculating <laughs> on cis men's penis size. <laughs> yeah, so talk about male you know, penis. All we the time. do often. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I would guess um, TBD. That would be my guess. What's TBD. Not? Too damn big. <laughs> <laughs> The right-wing psychos say that Ellen, the the COVID is not. Um, they say that COVID. It's a, Ellen doesn't have COVID. She's been arrested. <laughs> I believe. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's part of the deep state cabal, and she's been arrested. Oh, dude, it's oh. so sad though. Uh, we make fun of this stuff all the time, but when someone kind of comes in your world who legit believes it, it drives you nuts. Like, do you had contact with one of these folks? No, someone was telling me that they were calling someone that they know for they known for their whole life, and they're just like. They're big harping into Joe Biden is a criminal and being controlled. Which oh, is Joe Biden is being controlled? Controlled, yeah. And when you get into that stuff, just let it ride. 
So I've actually had uh, this come up where I was like pitching a, a reboot slash like new series. Who was catching? <laughs> classic. That's a classic one. Um, I I went into the uh, to the studio to pitch a new show that was sort of like Shira. I went into um, the n- place to pitch a show. It was called The Real Sex Workers of the Truck Stop Lot. <laughs> and this was a show that I pitched to empower the next generation of children women. Children <laughs> woman. <laughs> <laughs> it was a gritty cartoon about feminist truck stop g- girls who made money by giving hand jobs to overweight men hauling avocados. <laughs> the show was slated to be on after Sesame Street. I was excited for the animation that the Korean drawers had created, but unfortunately the artists had decided to make the lock queens flat chested. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was totally depraved and unrealistic. Really? So I demanded out of the project unless they fix this <laughs> abomination. <laughs> the head of PBS, P- the head of PBS, Hunter Biden agreed <laughs> and he resubmitted the drawings that the he had edited with just drawing large circles for where the boobs are. <laughs> <laughs> the show was canceled and PBS was almost shut down because of such negative feedback. Ooh. But as an artist, I was proud of sticking to my guns and my integrity. The show is now on Skinamax after Taxi Cab Confessions. Ooh, Taxi Cab Confessions I would watch and I would want to like be like, this is going to be so hot. But it, a lot of times it was just kind of depressing. Yeah, it was wicked Jeez. depressing. It was sad more than horny. I thought they were just going to be, because they did have some footage of couples hooking up in the cab. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah. But then most, it, a lot of it was just like, yeah, I'm on drugs and I, I want to get off, but I can't. <laughs> And I needed this $50 paycheck from Cinemax. <laughs> I also was on a premium cable network like Cinemax. Really? I was on OFTV, a.k.a. Only Feminist TV, a <laughs> cable television subsidiary of OnlyFans. Nice! OnlyFans TV came to me and asked me to develop a feminist girl power television show. They said they had originally asked Sia to develop the show, but felt that a man could better develop a feminist <laughs> program, and she just didn't get it. I came up for the idea of a reality competition challenge show called Fit Girl Finances. It was modeled on Joe Rogan's Fear Factor and featured host Carlos Mencia trying to get women to pay off their debt and lose weight. The tagline was, America is overweight and overleveraged. Carlos can help. The show was extremely poorly received by both the body positivity (laughs) movement and the pro-consumer debt spending movement. But ultimately, the show was a victim of violence after a male comedian bombed the studio, (laughs) maiming three contestants over his outrage of Mencia getting a job. (laughs) A lot of times I condemn violence, like bombing and stuff, but Mencia, it's fine. Mencia deserves it. Everything that relates to me. Um, after the, sex of the success of She-Ra, Netflix wanted another girl power hit show. But uh, when they came to me, I decided that a show about a warrior princess is not feminist enough. So I decided that they needed a show about a woman in the most feminist profession. My cartoon that I created was called Air Force Amy and the Mile High Squad. Nice. Yes. The cartoon is about Air Force, uh, Air Force veteran uh, Amy, who is a, an, a sex worker and was an actual veteran of the USAF. She's an Air Force pilot who's dispatched all over the planet to fight against injustice and battle for feminist causes. Causes like ending the wage gap, smashing the glass ceiling, and ending slander against legalized sex work. <coughs> she is backed <laughs> by the Mile High Squad in their fights uh, orchestrated by the show's villain. 
Skeletran, who is uh, modeled after Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter stands <laughs> against everything Air Force Amy believes in. She thinks women shouldn't have the right to vote, which is some tr- was somewhat true, and is pro-slut-shaming and anti-sex work. The season finale featured Air Force Amy and Ann Coulter locked in an octagon where they wrestled nude until one would give up in an act of ultimate surrender. <laughs> Test audiences were horrified that a show geared towards young audience featured sequences of women's wrestling that turned so overtly sexual, though one surveyor named Jack Burke seemed confident the show would be a hit. <laughs> Netflix uh, was set to air Air Force Amy in the Mile High Squad until she advocated for in-person voting and made some pro-Trump tweets. And then George Soros had her show pulled from the release schedule and had her prostitute license revoked. Air Force Amy with no <laughs> Air Force Amy with no other options was forced to reenlist. Wow, <laughs> I like that. That could definitely spawn a reality TV show. <laughs> Air Force Amy getting back in back in back in the seat of a of a of a jet. Why don't we uh play, why don't we play the clip? A beautiful wish, but there will be no future, not for you. a nice moment between friends i thought <laughs> uh what, what's the girlfriend's name kratom <laughs> katra katra has is a that i like her voice it's that voice very, actor is amazing it's a very lesbian voice you but can, it's I very attractive to men and women i think i think it's a very lesbian voice but it's it's an attractive voice i mean dude honestly i there was scenes in this episode that i was like I thought were really beautiful. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I, like that whole scene right there, I thought was like very believable, and you could. F- the voice yeah. actors did a good job. They did a really yeah. good job, dude. And I did a little voice acting this quarantine. Yeah. And I did it with Pete Buckbauer, who's on the older edition of this podcast. He made a, a comedy short where he played a cop who pulled over a guy in a wheelchair and tried to give him a DUI because yeah. he was wheeling home drunk, and it was it was funny. But I like it's so hard to voice act, right? Because. You are recording only yourself. Yeah. And I'd mm-hmm. never done it before. And it came off 
it, I, tr- I would do three, four different takes of each one so they had options to play with. And I felt that my performance was a little bit stilted because you don't have that rhythm of talking back and forth. Yeah. You know, I feel like I should have had someone else read the lines yeah. and, and recorded it that way. Would you s- so I have the utmost respect for voice actors. Would you say that your voice sounded more or less lesbian y than what we heard in this clip? Probably, you know, it's in the ballpark, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- there is, this is a lesbian voice. Yeah, I I don't I agree. I just I guess I don't know what that I means. I don't know what you mean. I don't really I don't get it. There's like a tone, mm. you know. I've never heard lesbian voice the way you you do hear about it's certain sort voices. Of like, um, it comes from the back a little bit. It's like the it's the tonsils. You can Aww. hear like a a gal like a gal in the to- the the tonsils. And do you think that that like is just trained? Gagging I think on badge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm 100% wrong because I'm actually thinking there's a straight woman I know that has a voice like that. Oh, that has a lesbian voice? Yeah. It is so, well, so she's wrong. probably an anomaly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, maybe you know something about her that she doesn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> you, should call, you should encourage her to be true to herself <laughs> and come out. One of the things I like about this show is that I grew up watching all kinds of action cartoons like this. Mm-hmm. And I think it is very, I think maybe this is like super annoying liberal. But I think it's cool that there's like an action cartoon that's like geared towards women and people in the LGBTQ that's like specifically goes out and like embraces that community. There's something that's made specifically for them that, you know, adult men like me can sort of get into and steal that away from them. <laughs> you know, I, you, you, I wonder, I wonder how many like uh, like famously the pr- uh, what's it called the uh, the pony show right my little, my pony. little, pony, my little is pony is like now friendship a, is magic a male dominated <laughs> fandom right <laughs> i think there's probably more adults in their 20s to 50s who show up at cons and love oh. the show i bet children. you if you go to a my little P- pony convention and you go to an nhl hockey game there are more men at the my little pony than the <laughs> nhl hockey game there are a lot of women who like hockey yeah yeah there aren't i've never met an adult woman who likes my little pony you would think they were free. Somehow it's like more more normal for a man to like it. It's the brony has been well parodied. Yeah. Throughout. Yeah. I don't know that I would say the brony is the most respected. If I people. met a, a brony in the comedy world, if I met a brony, I wouldn't be shocked. If I met a woman who was into them, I'd be like, in the comedy world, free. disclaimer, yeah. I would probably go out to eat with them after. I, oh, <laughs> brony, this guy's cool. You know, but uh, I agree. A woman, I'd be like, oh, this person is a little off their rock. And they're watching a kid's program in their 20s. <laughs> Jesus. But that's what one of the reasons I picked the yeah, show is I, I thought it was cool that the that it that the, the show like this exists now. Are you trying to start the Shira Hira movement where you reclaim this for men? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in the so bronies they would be like I, uh, yeah, heroes I guess. Yeah. Heroes. They Ross. Yeah. I think let's do a um let's do a Deepak Chopra moment because this is kind of good for the Deepak Chopra. Let's do a Deepak. Yeah. Well, something that I liked my, about the show. My Deepak no. Chopra moment is exactly what John Paul saying is like Except for the the hero part, <laughs> I I do think it's like, it's great how there's so much for people to see out there now. You can make a specific show that's like this is literally for gay kids, you know. I would agree, I would somewhat agree with that. Yeah, and it's like, and they're they're not, and it's good. It's like gay. it's representation, so and it's, it's and I think it's like it's comparable to shows that I liked when yeah, I was it's that a age. Shitty yeah. show, but <laughs> it's still like the, most of them are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my. Deepak Chopra moment is Americans doing anime. I think American <laughs> culture has given like so much to the world. There are now jazz traditions in all 
cultures. There's now stand-up comedy in, in every country. Yeah. And it's nice to see our people taking something from another country and like Demon doing and a good. worse version of it. It's kind of what I like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like this is this is not if we, we call all of our sports leagues the world championships, right? The world series. It's just the American teams playing. We don't invite the Japanese to play. They play baseball over there. Mm-hmm. We're not the world series of anime. And that I like. We acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. So the American resilience but also inability to make good anime is very heartwarming. So you went me. from the beginning of the podcast, you were no longer proud to be an American. But now at the yes. end, you're proud to be American. Um, hey. And at least I know in America. <laughs> no, I'm very, very. Women talk like lesbians. I love my fellow Americans, and I'm always on the side of the working people. I do not have any faith in federalism to govern like a modern world. I think this has showed a gross failure of faith. If you look out the window, there's a couple getting married right next to our live podcast. That's hilarious. (laughs) Instead of they didn't want a wedding band, they wanted a wedding podcast. (laughs) Hopefully it's two lesbians in the spirit of She-Ra. In the spirit of (laughs) He-Man. I went to see the He-Man movie in theaters when it came out. It had had Dolph Lundgren. Uh, What? Yeah, Dolph Lundgren played He-Man. And it was like uh, it was like Roger Corman directed. It was a total trashy movie. Mm. I think Do- Dolph Lundgren is extreme white mediocrity. What he's like? A, he's like a, a guy like, He's really built. He's really built. He's like uh, isn't he like he has like a doctorate? Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. I was just basing it off. I didn't think he did a great job as Ivan Drago. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought he played Ivan Drago. That's the only time he's ever done well acting. It's definitely and his I didn't biggest like role. That role. <laughs> it's kind of a Corey Stoll. <laughs> what did you think of who, what did you think of his son in in, in, in Creed in two? In Creed two, I just watched Creed two a couple weeks ago. I didn't. I was fine with the son. I didn't like Drago being there. <laughs> and Drago had been totally cucked out in Creed two. It was not good. <laughs> yeah. Let's do. Uh, oh, Drago's in Creed two. Yeah, Drago comes back in Creed two. Like a housewife cool. or a house? Not a no, house. dude. His wife left him after he lost that fight. All it's of Russia turned on him. He had to move to Ukraine and yeah. train his son to be a beast. It's uh, yeah, it's like a sad story about him. That's you know? hilarious. They're just gonna keep doing this, dude. This they're just gonna remake a, a remake, like a, a movie for movie remake of the Rocky <laughs> franchise. Well, all right, let's do a role play. Let's do a role play. Did you guys do your deep box? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All right, I'll do. I'll be. Um, I'll be Kachala. Okay. Katra. Yeah. Um, I'll be Adora. I'll be Shira. Adora. Okay. I will be a uh, UC Berkeley professor of lesbian history. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited to be taking this class with you, Katra. Adora, you were supposed to move in with me. <laughs> oh, class! Attention, attention! Day <laughs> one of the class, we've already got some U-Haul talk. Oh my gosh! I just don't. I don't want to rush into anything, Katra. Dora, I bought. A, I started the adoption process for. All us. right, class. Let's read the syllabus. Um, excuse me, Miss. What's your name? <laughs> my name is Adora. Adora, why don't you read what the first week of readings will be? Adora, why are you are you seeing her? Um. Am I seeing the professor who just called <laughs> me for the first time? <laughs> no. You know you move fast. Oh, are you having trouble seeing Adora? Move up to the front if <laughs> oh, you can't see me. Okay, I'll, s- I'll sit closer. AOC? What a dumbass. Okay, I'll s- I'm sitting right up front near you now, professor. All right, professor. read the first book that we're going to read, An Intro to Lesbian History. Okay, oh, wait, read. Okay, we're going to read. an. Oh, Just let me know what the title is. Have you ever taken a class, <laughs> honey? We, we, we says, have a um, list of books we're going to read. It says, uh, it says The Bell Jar. The Bell Jar. 
Okay. Well, why did you give me uh, hillbilly elegy? That is exactly <laughs> correct. <laughs> well, the bell jar. When you walked in here, what did you think we were going to read? Lesbian poems by lesbian <laughs> authors. You don't understand lesbians by understanding women. J.D. Vance in Hillbilly Elegy <laughs> wrote the most complete picture of lesbianism Duh. because we're all human. And he wrote a human book. Has a woman ever taught this class? Um, <laughs> no, a woman hasn't, but I'm surprised you. I think I've perfected my lesbian voice. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, you're not actually a woman. Wow. I have a very good lesbian yeah, voice. I, had on, I just thought you were an, a woman. <laughs> But, Adora, I'm getting distracted. We're supposed to be in love, and I know you were in college and you wanted to experiment with men, but I <laughs> think you're turning <laughs> your back on the community. It's true. I have been thinking about experimenting with men. Why? Particularly my lesbian history professor. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Would you in like fact, you can't really understand <laughs> the lesbian until you understand the straight woman. <laughs> Come here, baby. <laughs> hey, I was thinking... Maybe we can move in together. <laughs> That's cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> what do you give the show? Uh, I give this show uh, a, a seven. It's like uh, I liked. I liked. Uh, I like that it exists. I think it's a cool thing and um, good voice acting and some cool character designs and action. It's a lot of hearts. A, it's a three for me. It's tough. Tough. The graphics are okay. The music was good. The voice acting was good. But I find it very difficult to like be wrapped into an anime plot. I, yeah, I give it a four. I thought the music was really beautiful. Oh, nice. Good night, America. Wait, can we do some Regina Spectre? <laughs> if I kiss, kiss you, man. Regina's probably a lover. 